Checking your emails and taking your calls. Ignorant and uninformed. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Ignorant and Uninformed, America's favorite podcast. Coming at you live from Consensual Studios, beautiful Keystone, Colorado. I am your host, Max Surak. With me, as always, because he just makes it so much better, Mr. Benji Pickens. Mm, yes. And Little people have little thumbs. That's a fact. <sighs> I just want to throw that out there. It's, it's a fact. It's true and slightly disturbing. Mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, the most talented of our group, Ben Hollywood Whitmore, is out of the studio today. But fear not, because we have a guest host, Mr. Tony Madonna. Sitting in for Ben. Yes, yes. I'm here, Tony the Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> Glad you could join us, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. yeah. Welcome. Ignorant and Uninformed, of course, is your podcast, the podcast where we take topics out of the bowl and give you t shirts. And uh, I was take gonna... your magic and turn it into our fascinations oh. so you can listen to the magic. It's, it's, That's right. It's really Daver Copperfield esque. It's, it's hard to explain what really happens in the studio. It's but... true. It just kind of does. And, yeah. <laughs> How's a rainbow and made? It just, it just does. does. How do magnets work? I don't fucking uh, yeah. know. But uh, there yeah. are lots of ways for you guys to get your topics to us. You free can, shirts. Yeah, you get free shirts for your topics. I want a free shirt. You get one when you we draw your topic. You don't get one for being oh, on. Bummer. Wah, we wah, should change that. We should give guests. What, what happens? What happens guests. if I drew my own topic? It's happened before. It, happened it before. might happen today. I hope it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I want something totally different. Standing. <laughs> um, but no, keep the topics coming. You guys are so good to us. There is a big, beautiful bowl of topics in the studio. Uh, twank us on Twitter at Ig and Un. Send us an email. Topics at ignorantanduninformed.com. Visit the website, ignorantanduninformed.com. Stream all the episodes, download the episodes, click the topics button, uh, get your shirt, give us topics. Yeah, Listen if you're ever lucky show. enough to be in beautiful Keystone, Colorado, man, uh, swing by uh, the studio here and drop, yeah. us, uh, drop us a talk, topic in person, man. That'd be awesome. Fuck yeah. You can even sit in on an episode. Yeah. yeah. Just well, like so, me. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Except them, we'll just give them headphones, not a mic. Yeah, don't just give everyone a mic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. You got to earn that. Then there was one time we tried to record with five people and four mics. Oh, and man. That no, that was, that was terrible. Well, but Tony, <laughs> if you want to grab a topic, man, just pull one random out of the bowl, read it, and uh, let's get this all done. All right, here we go. And now that I dread I like pulling the... my own, I'm going to. Yeah. It's going to be wonderful. <laughs> you know how it goes, man. I, I kind of like the uh, little tanger in there being in just the bowl because it gives yeah. it a little bit of a, like rubbing through the bowl yeah. melody, you know? I don't yeah. know if it gets picked up by the mic, but whatever. All right. Well, this isn't much of a question. This is from Erica. Oh, okay. I don't know if you guys know. I'm sure you guys do know who this person Erica. is. Very possibly. Introverts and extroverts. Sex, drugs, rock and roll. Interesting. That's all it says. Erica with a C or a K? A C. Okay, cool. Thanks, Erica. Oh, do you know her last name? Yeah, Erica Aaron out of San Francisco. Erica Aaron out of San Francisco. Yeah. Thanks for the topic, man. Uh, I hope we can do this one justice for you, man. I like that. Uh, I wonder about that. That's a that's really interesting, man. Because I would say in, introverts and extroverts. I would say that's almost like two different types of drugs, drug scenes that you're going to be into. Oh, oh. for sure. Um, I would say the extroverts are less likely to get into those uh, couch lock types of drugs like heroin. Um, 
opiates, stuff like that. Like I would say they're less into pills, less into this and that because the uh, downers. Yeah, 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 because they. But I would say they're definitely way more into like coke, um, ecstasy. alcohol, ecstasy, shit like that. But stuff that brings the party out. Yeah, well, true. But you could also. I mean, I feel like you could make the same case for introverts, right? Because, well, because like, that that allows them exactly. to be who they're not, which is true. something drugs allow people to do. However, I would say. I would say the bigger end of the spectrum is extroverts are on the on the stimulants and introverts are on the uh, oh. um, downers. But there's definitely going to be that that crossover that crossover right there because uh, you know I'm kind of an extrovert and, and well that's I guess I should use myself <laughs> as an example. Look at this I'm an extrovert, but my uh, my drugs of choice are usually downers. Yeah, and okay. maybe that's why because I am outwardly spoken all the time, so it yeah. is nice to just kind of shut up and sit on the couch and do the like with the that balance, yeah, like finding that balance through substance. Yeah. What, what about you, yeah. Tony? Do you how how often do you recreate with uh, the drug use? Oh, you know, every now. Well, and first again. of all, would you consider yourself? You said you're a writer, so I would say you're probably more introverted than extroverted. <sighs> I've I don't know. I think I'm a little bit of a lot little, of bit of both. You're, you're a healthy balancer. I think I am. Okay, I do well, like my alone time, but at the same time, I do love brave. being around people. Okay, going out and, and going out. Yeah, and, so you're you know. kind of the same way, man. Like it just depends on Max's mood. Like sometimes he's very extroverted, and other other times he's very oh, fucking yeah. like turtle in his shell. Yeah. Oh no, totally. I mean, like there have been years where, like, for my birthday, it's like, sweet, I'm gonna have everyone over and throw a party. And there have been years where it's like, sweet, I'm not going to talk to fucking anybody. I hope yeah. no one remembers <laughs> yeah. it's my birthday. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm going to spend this day alone, and yep. it's going to be fucking phenomenal. <laughs> That's going to be the best birthday ever. <laughs> I mean, they have been good years, man. No, I know. Like, I know exactly what you mean, man. And so I think that balance is important. So you would say, Tony, so you're kind of in the middle. A little bit. And after okay. thinking about it a little bit more, I feel like I want to be an extrovert. Okay. But I'm fighting the introvert okay. kind of thing. I like, okay. I like being around people. I like hanging out with people. I like... So, conversing with people, but at the same time... Is it just easy to get sucked into the introvert lifestyle for you? No, it's not. No? I'd rather be around people. Yeah? Okay. But at the same time, it's... I don't know. It's hard. Sometimes it's hard to be around people. Well, because... Yeah. Especially yeah. working in a restaurant. I mean, yeah. you're around people all the time. And well, and then, then you're, actually, you're actually forced to be around a lot of people you yes. don't want to be in, no matter what your mood. Because I've always... Like, I used to wait tables, and it's kind of like... You know, kind of, it's a it's a far stretch of of relation there, but it's kind of like being a waiter, because no matter what your mood, you have to go in there. Hey, how you doing? All right, you, you know, have to you kind of have to, out, yeah, you have to bring that extrovert out, even if you're not feeling it, which uh-huh. which is not always easy to do, man. No, well, that's no. you know, and the introverts out there know exactly what the hell we're talking about, man. That's not always easy to do. So you know, we've talked about drugs briefly, but like rock and roll i mean i feel like it's that stage persona right like you step oh, yeah. on stage and flip uh-huh. that switch well that's those you have to i mean yeah. that's 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 it's just job. like that's just like job. waiting tables yeah. like you've got to yep. be you have to be on. there yeah. you have to be on you know comedians aren't quite rock and roll but it's an entertainment still you know, sure. it's yeah. an entertainment bashing in there so we'll, we'll talk about this oh, man absolutely. what you'll find a lot of the times with uh you know because i've watched comedians since i was fucking like two years old man i've always been a fan of stand-up okay. comics and uh what you'll find a lot of the times, though, in those in their personal lives, they're extremely introverted, extremely shy. Yeah. Um, usually depressed quite a bit. Oh yeah. Um, because mean, like they sit around Williams. and think so. Yeah, and it's Absolutely. sometimes I think it's because they see things that you know they pick up on things that a lot of other people don't, which is why they're able to do that type of minimalist comedy and that you know. Uh, 
You know, you know what I mean? Like that's that's why they're able to do the type of comedy they are is because they're thinking the things that are true that people don't necessarily notice in their everyday life. Like Jerry oh, Seinfeld, definitely. that's what he, that's how he made it big was pointing out shit that everybody knows that you don't necessarily think about. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, like hangers and shit. Like he was he would he would go with real mundane objects and real mundane shit, but everybody's a part of it, but you don't really realize everybody's a part of it, but he was able to see that that's something that everybody goes through yeah. and able to capitalize on that and, and you know did obviously very well for himself with that that type of comedy. Yeah, that all worked out just fine. Yeah. Well, then him. one of my favorite comedians, Brian Regan, he yeah. says it all the time when he's on stage. He's like People don't know this about me, but when I'm out off stage, I don't talk to anybody. Yeah, yeah. I'm very quiet. Yeah, but yeah. you cannot tell that when he's on yeah, stage. Yeah, and that, that's a, it's almost like their outlet. Like that's the chance they get to be. They're sure. extrovert. Yeah, they're extrovert. Sure. You know, and I think that's what's important is like having that that balance between the two because like we make these distinctions like it's some sort of binary choice, right? Like, right, yeah. If you flip the switch to on, it can't be off. But right. like. That's not how... No, it's a sliding scale, much like anything with the human psyche, man. It's a sliding scale. Nothing's exactly. black and white. Come on. Yeah, no, and, it, and, it, and, it, and it, it changes. You know, it's got a life of its own, man. Yeah. yeah. You know, like like you said, you know. Like, there's some winters where I just want to fucking hibernate like a bear all winter. Right. There's other winters where it's like, Jesus, dude, I need to get the fuck out of the house and see yeah. some fucking people because I'm going to go nuts. Yeah, get yeah. stir crazy. You know? yeah. I mean, I had that change the last two years. Not this season but the last two seasons i was inside the whole time yeah i had thought i had too much work going on but then this season i was like out on the mountain every single day yeah because i was like i need to get out i need to go experience some stuff yeah not just sit on my couch and watch netflix all day no so which is great just netflix and chill by yourself i've done that i've done that yeah (laughs) i know way too much (laughs) well that's perfect because that will seg into our next uh because set what about so introverts and extroverts and sex oh geez how do you think that do you think those traits manifest? I will say that I do believe it. that the porn, the, the internet, <laughs> the availability of porn uh-huh. has probably helped that so much. Oh, for Because you've got introverts that oh. aren't necessarily social, that like masturbation would probably be a big part of their sexuality. Not being able to go in the 80s and 90s, man, to a... To a sex shop, a DVD store, or to go through that curtain in your local neighborhood DVD rental place, you know, there's the curtain. Video store. You know, Uh all the people that felt a little weird about that, you know, and so, like, you know, introverts aren't typically ones to to kind of, you know, to do that typically, man. Like, they're going to be a little bit more reserved. Yeah. That's a very interesting concept. Of, like, social, how they're perceived and Uh whatnot. Yeah. Well, that's like I just found out this week that like evidently Playboy doesn't show naked women yeah. anymore. Uh huh. Like really, that's <laughs> yeah, a thing. Right? That's a thing now. Like the well, internet. because it's become so commonplace that yeah. to be Playboy, like to break the mold again, they're going from nudity to. So I think it's like all like all natural, no airbrushing. Like they have totally reacted. Wow. Interesting. On the other side of that. All right. But, Interesting. But yeah, like I was wondering, said, like, when magazines are going to fail. I mean, fuck, dude, you still go. You can go to a fucking. You can go to not Seven Elevens, obviously, because they're Mormon or whatever. Um, but you can go to uh, like Seven Elevens Mormon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't sell rolling papers. What? Yeah, Seven Elevens don't sell rolling papers. They don't sell porn. Yeah. Interesting. You see, little things that <laughs> you would have never known. I wouldn't have known that. But there was a Seven Eleven by my house that I could never get rolling papers at when I was growing up, and Fair. I asked why, and it's because they're they're owned by that's some religious thing. Yeah, huh. something like that. There's something that was about my that. convenience store of choice when I was a kid. Right? Was it? Did they have paper? Well, you don't know. You I wouldn't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah so. Uh, um, 
Yeah, I don't know where I was going. Yeah, so uh, gas stations, magazines, the death. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Print. Like yeah, the death of fucking the written word, man. I mean, like, dude, really? Like, I and you can still go into some of these gas stations, like usually truck stop type, back, you know, gas stations like Loves America, and back on the rack, they still have all the, yeah, you know, high societies and cherry and. Hustler, I believe, is still out. Penthouse, I believe, is still out. Like the dirty, dirty mag, yeah. And then they <laughs> the used to have the real dirty ones, you know, like oh. like dirty D cum buckets, <laughs> and it's like <laughs> uh, double D cum bucket. Oh, yeah. You're like, what the fuck, yeah, dude? Right? Like, like I don't want to see the sick fuck that's buying that, like with a family behind him. You know, like, he's like put some yep, sunflower yep. seeds and can I get double D cum bucket? Thanks, man. <laughs> I would love a to, big gulp. I would love to witness somebody gulp. just buy something like that right off the counter. Like, so who publishes those? Who advertises in double d cum buckets like soon it's going to be marijuana probably <laughs> yeah yeah you're probably right about that i'd probably say it's like uh urine tests <laughs> you know like fake piss bail bonds uh, bail bonds you know AIDS shit like test. that yeah aids <laughs> testing uh yeah sexual aid I would yeah. say. Okay. Like sexual AIDS oh, is probably right. still a big, huge part of that advertising. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. You know, and I would actually say that I would say like Penthouse probably owns a lot of other smaller magazines slash novelty or, oh. you know, video something or other. So I'd yeah. say they're probably doing a lot of their own advertising. Interesting. For their own products and their magazines anymore. Sort of like with like auto... Mobile manufacturers like Kinda, Toyota yeah, and Lexus. Yeah. Like you've got your high end magazine yeah. and you've got your like dirty yeah. low end. <laughs> yeah, your Tundra. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got your Lexus and your Tundra. Tundra. Yeah, exactly. And, um, and the rednecks over there just fucking with a gun in the back of his truck, just like, yeah, fucking Tundra. Yeah. <laughs> just working it. Yeah. God, I don't want to think about that <laughs> um, at all, actually. So have you guys always been as introverted extroverted as as you are now or have you noticed it change as you guys have grown um i probably have become way more extroverted since i was a kid okay i was very shy okay you know go to school play basketball because that's all i did was go to school play basketball go home okay. i wasn't too i was very too social in high school or but then you know college rolls around and college kind of you know gives you a mold to change yourself and kind of make it what you will so well, yeah college is good for kids to reinvent themselves and to just get out more you and know experience like, new things and yeah you can you don't have chances. to become what you were with your family exactly right. you, you can get out and be like that, that's be. That, that, that's your first real experience with being who you are in my right. opinion college oh, yeah. is yep. i didn't do the college thing you know i I, I did all that kind of in my high school years. You know, I was partying in junior Which, high and shit like yeah, that. Some you know? people do. And yeah, some people you know? get out a lot earlier than others. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. And, I, and mine was kind of not, you know, some of it not quite by choice, but it ended up working in my favor. Um, but I've always been an extrovert, always. Um, even when I was a little kid, man, I I craved the attention of uh, women, <laughs> really. is it, it, I mean, even since I was a little kid, man, I was always into chicks a lot. Like, even more so than, like, some eight-year-old boy should be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fair. And uh, so I think that's kind of forced me to be an extrovert. Okay. Because in order to pursue that interest, I had to be able to talk. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And <laughs> and and I'll tell you what, a sense of humor goes a long way with that kind of shit, and I've never had a problem with it since. Um, what I'm struggling with now is getting older. Like I turned 40 this year, and now I'm actually becoming more and more introverted because now uh, I have a family yep. and that's all I want to do now. 
is hang out with my little girl and my wife. That's it. Like I, I, I like being social. I like I still like I still enjoy that thing, but I don't crave it where I felt like I, you know, I used to have to feel the need to go out. Like, man, I've been hanging out in the house too much. I need to get the fuck out and go party. And, uh, but since that's kind of gone away, I just, you know, well, what fascinates me about that is like, you just said that it's always been about attention from women, right? But now since you've that's got, gone. No, it's not. You've got two at home. Oh yeah. 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 You know you what have, I mean? That, like, yeah. I don't need to search yeah, it out anywhere else. There's no sources. reason to go anywhere. Exactly. Yep. Right. It's kind of like if they built a fucking, you know, a Dickie's barbecue now. in my kitchen, then I wouldn't have to. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. It's become a constant rather than yeah. a chase. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Like, and once those And it is. Met, it's actually kind of funny, man, because I was just telling you guys a story about my daughter. Yeah. Right? So now what I'm finding um, is that I am chasing the affection oh, yeah. of a fucking two-year-old girl <laughs> yeah. harder than <laughs> I've ever pursued a woman in my now. life. <laughs> harder than I've ever. Dude, it hits me harder. Oh. Dude, I've been rejected by, you know, I've been by, you know, because you can't. You know, you can't throw as many lines out there and catch as many fish without getting, you know, without oh, losing a fish or two or getting sure. rejected or of course. get a pole yanked in the water or whatever, of you know. And uh, so that's, like, never been an issue. But I tell you what, I've never had my heart broken so much as when I'm like, hey, do you want to go and do this with Dad? And she's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, Son of well, a and there's none I can of... only imagine how that <laughs> dynamic works, though. Well, especially, like, because there's no filter and there's no, like... Like, I'm going to let him down gently. Right. No, there, there isn't. It's there's a, not like, oh, dad, dad really wants me to say yes here, so I'm going to say yes. It's yeah. just brutal honesty. There's no vague text <laughs> message coming out to you. It's very direct, which I love. I love that direct line of communication, but, you know, I'm always... I'm always but looking man. for that win and just never getting it. You <laughs> yeah, know, man, it's it's when that no comes out, it's <laughs> oh, it is, man. It's deep too. Why? It's a deep cut. Jesus. And it's my two year old daughter. Why? <laughs> but I love you so much. I love you, you so much. I mean, dude, I, I've met a lot of strong women, and I've met a lot of women that I've been really, really fascinated and interested by. And uh, like I said, not one has ever been able to affect me the way that this little one does, man. It's crazy. It's crazy how that works. It really is. It really is. But yeah, that's interesting, man. See, and I feel like a lot of the time, you know, like even when I had a girlfriend, I stopped going out to bars and okay. going to clubs and shit like that because there was no point. Yeah. Because to me, going out and paying seven dollars for a drink or a beer or something like that is pointless. If I'm just going to go hang out with my buddies and drink beer, I'd rather them come over to my house, drink beer. Smoke a little weed and hang out, yeah. Mm-hmm. As opposed to going somewhere where it's loud and obnoxious. And if you're not if you're not there to get any pussy, then what are you doing? Yeah, you well, know, I guess I guess that, that opens up the whole extrovert thing. Like, if you are an extrovert, what are you chasing? Right. For you, it was the attention of women. Yeah. Right. For some people, it could be something totally different. No, no, it's, and I'm sure that's so. the case, man. I'm sure you're absolutely right. I'm sure, like, what you're looking for as an extrovert when you're being an extrovert yep. is completely different than. Than, than everybody else, you know? Well, yeah. I think a lot of it, like, the actual, like, definitions of those two terms are, you know, like, introverts get recharged yes. energetically by spending time yeah. alone. They get oh, energy okay. from being alone. Whereas okay. extroverts get energy from, from being, being out. Exactly. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't so ever actually that know that was the... I would probably be more of an extrovert. Yeah. But. So then, like, that, which I think is really fascinating. So it's sort of like, how do you recharge? You know, do you want to yes. go out and be in that like chaos of the loud environment or do you need your downtime to like right. chill? 
yeah. and, and kind of get like recentered. Well, and that kind of goes back to rock and roll of why bands do what they do because that's probably how they get recharged. Well, let's yeah. talk about out, that, man. You know, it's going out every night and entertaining people, and whether it's the attention of people or record labels or getting a Grammy or whatever they want to do, you know, that's why they go out there is cool. to get that extrovert out. Well, I, I think we have the perfect person here for this topic, too, especially <laughs> when it comes to rock and roll because you got the drummer, which is easily the furthest dude in the background in any band. This is true. He's right. like, with exceptions, of course, man, he's usually the least highlighted of the oh yeah of the, of the band. Unless mm-hmm. you're and, Neil Peart. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, unless you're that dude. You know? Or the homie from yeah. Def Leppard. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the one-armed yeah. dude from Def Leppard. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, exactly. You know, Dave like, Grohl. unless you're, yeah, just like, you know, like, um, Les Claypool with the bass, like the bassist usually isn't the front man, you know, but he is and, yeah. you know, um, so, and then you got the, uh, cause then that's just varying different extroverts right, right there. Right. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I want to be on stage, but I'll be in the background. See, <laughs> front, the singer, front man wants I want to be, be on the, the stage and, and I need to have the attention. And they, and they love it and they're very flamboyant yep. and charismatic, and, and charismatic and, yeah. dude. And, uh, you know, it's funny, man. Like we've kind of talked about, we've kind of hit on this stuff before, man. Like if Mick Jagger. <laughs> right, was doing the shit on stage, like just in some regular old bar, Dude. you know, not singing, but just hanging out with his fucking white yoga pants and his half pink shirt. <laughs> mm-hmm. You'd be like, "Look at this fucking dude right here." Yeah. But he oh, goes on sure. stage, and you're like, "Hell yeah!" Be like, "Look so at this dude like right here." Hardcore rockers, you know what I mean? Like hardcore <laughs> yeah. bikers yeah. that are like, "Yeah, this dude kicks ass," and it's like, "Dude, he's in white yoga pants, yeah. and a fucking pink half shirt." You put that something anywhere they else. would kick ass. They would kick that dude's ass in any other scenario. Anywhere, yeah, you know they would, they would, oh, for they sure. would not be on that dude's side. But you throw him on stage as a front man, and he's a god. It, oh. It's yeah. so fucking bizarre how that works. It's and so I've true. always wondered, like, how does he do? Like, what's his day to day life? Oh, like what does Mick Jagger do when like no one's coming to visit him? Yeah, there's no one to talk to. No one wants to have a conference with him. No one wants to Skype with him. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, but at the same time, it might be that flip side where it might that's be where that, that's exactly what he wants. Yeah, and, that's exactly yeah. what because he, wants. he puts or, all of his energy out on stage. He right. just wants to hibernate when he's not there. So like the reclusing. Because you get like, that energy. I mean, just going on. I mean, any band going on tour, they get that energy. But at the end of it, they're just like, all right. Most of them, I'm sure, is just like, all right, I'm done. I yeah. can't. I can't deal with. Thousands of people screaming at me anymore. I'm right. Yeah. I, no, I can a, see I that being like, for like three months. An overwhelming scene. Now let's talk about like the other rock stars, man. The writers. Writers yes, typically to be say. to be. They're they're mostly reclusive. Like you'll hear stories about like how some dude wrote twenty books in his fucking cabin. Who was that that did that? He wrote like a whole bunch of books in some cabin. Is super reclusive. I mean, uh, Hasselbeck. Uh, something. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but he like he he wrote most of his books like out in the cabin and like to stay by himself and stuff like that. And then sure. a lot of times it's after they're dead that their works become you know violently popular. Right. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, but because they're not like out promoting the shit out of their book. Well, and it's also I mean you know? like it, like, like check me out. I wrote a book. Check it out. Check it out. They're just not that dude. You no. Know? Even if they are, but like the actual process of writing a book, like you need is time reclusive. and space. Yeah. yeah it's <laughs> very reclusive. It's a very one-on-one yes, personal thing, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Like, yeah, I'm writing a book. You, you're a writer. You're a writer. Like it's very like I cannot go and sit and write my book when there's social shit around. No. I actually have to get into this weird mental spot. Oh, yeah. To where I have to think about my past kind of hardcore, and it kind of puts me in this weird fucking place in my head. 
and then I can go and fucking pour. Dude, I can write fucking 500 pages if I wanted to. It all just fucking comes out. But I have to put myself back into that mindset, which kind of takes it out of you. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It really does, especially if you're like... You know, revisiting some like some negative yeah. shit there, some Definitely. chaotic shit there. You know what I mean? Like it really does. It, it it takes it out of you, man. But and you know, I I'll do it like you know I'll write and then I'll I'll fucking like have to go and wash it off, take a shower, and then the whole rest of my day, man, it's it's spent smoking weed, chilling, yeah. and and relaxing, Rechar- yeah. recharging. So I, maybe I'm a mix of both. I don't know. I mean, I think we all are. It always reminds me of, like, the first time we ever sat down to record podcasts. Like, we did a session of three podcasts that never got released. But I remember <laughs> going in public and actually running into Mojo and George. That's right. At the Hacienda. Okay. And, like, I couldn't even, like, form no, we, a sentence. Yeah, we recorded for, like, three or four hours oh, straight. Yeah. It was our first time. None of us were accustomed to it. Yeah. And, like, you know, I'm pretty comfortable in front of the mic now. Like, I could sit here and, like, I could actually start to just carry one around my neck and have a conversation <laughs> like it doesn't bother me anymore but that first go. time you should was was brutal uh, yeah and like it I just, really was it was like i had nothing left exhausted yeah. like couldn't even couldn't even talk to people that's crazy um but it yeah. makes sense yeah exactly because you're same, just talking the whole time and you're same just, sort of thing and it's which the was same. really weird for me because i can talk to anybody anytime and i just wasn't really feeling it man that's really odd yeah that's strange how that works so, so but then how did you feel like when you're writing like when you after you get in that mindset when you're writing, now do you when you're feel writing, energized? Um, actually, you know what I feel is uh, does is, it energize is, you is, when you're putting it on paper? Peaceful. Yeah, like you know what I mean. I feel like I'm actually, energized. especially the stuff I'm writing about, man. I feel like I'm getting it out. Yeah, and afterwards, it's like you. Uh, it, it's almost like after an ejaculation. Yeah. To, you know, other. Oh, yeah. You know, it's it's like a, it's like an. Uh, yeah. It's out. All right. It's there. Yeah. Sweet. You know what I mean? And you wipe off that piece of paper and go and take a shower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, like, because you're gentlemen. Because, like, songwriters, I'm sure, you know, when they spark their creative juices, you know, they're sitting with a guitar, they're writing stuff down, and it's, they're by themselves and they're yeah. introverted. And you're but in they it. get that energy from doing that process. Right. So that's the whole introvert behind rock and roll is the writing process oh, yeah interesting. you know what i mean the creative yeah. process behind it yeah the creative process behind it because you have to do it outside oh. of the public and eye you have to do yourself. it by yourself to that's interesting that's so, really good that's i mean really it could be a collective band by itself but still you're kind of they're still too. introverted as a whole as a as a unit yeah, yeah. or interesting you know, artist or unit but then so, they're i like extrovert. the fuck out of this guy man i like, <laughs> yeah, I like this is yeah, a no, perfect I was, topic for i was gonna bring a shitty guest on <laughs> no Thanks. i mean it's great man. but you never know what you're gonna <laughs> no, get with a guest that's a fact no, man. That's we just true. never know man thank you're, you, you're fucking you. fantastic yeah man no and great. you brought up a really interesting point because it's almost like the creative process like you said is, is the introverted part of it the performance process is the extroverted part exactly it's almost like the yin and the yang you have to have both to make it work because yeah. yeah, just sitting in there writing a song. If no one's there to actually put it out there for people to enjoy it, you know. Yeah, like have you ever heard of that song "Convoy" by C.W. McCall? Ooh. It was uh, the dark of the moon on the sixth of June in oh, Kenworth, Holland Logs. If only Ben were here, <laughs> it's an old. I know Ben would know it because we've sang it before. No, ben and I have sang okay. it before, so it's, it's an old '80s song, right? And uh, so I watched it live on YouTube. Okay, and the guy is literally sitting on a stool. And he's got a table next to him that has a CB on it. And the song starts out, Breaker, Breaker, one nine, bra 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 You know? So he does that on stage while he's sitting on his stool. And there's nothing behind him except for curtains. Like, it's definitely like old school 70s, 80s. Yeah. Yeah. You know, theatrics. You Singer, know? songwriter. And there is, 
like that's a great great song you know uh, be, because of the movie and everything else you know what i mean it's got some but but it's a good song but like he performs it almost as an introvert like he doesn't look like he's got that one spotlight on him it's all yeah. dark and he's by himself yeah yeah and it's it's more introverted than it is extroverted almost it's, it's almost an intimate, like it's more of an intimate yeah, kind of collection and they rather than a set it like that mosh pit kind of you know to where he can't really see the crowd that much and that way he does feel well, and so I know there's that artists mindset. that are kind of like that, you know, like they would rather perform in a very small venue and yep. it's dark and then they can play piano. OK, but if you get too many people in there, it starts to get fucking weird. Sure. Yeah. And, and that could be the whole they they're not that extroverted. Right. Thing. Right. But they're they, they, but they have so much shit. They got to get out their talent. Yeah. Yeah. Know? They understand the need to give out their talent to the people right. that enjoy it, but they uh, don't like it necessarily. Interesting. Interesting, but it's still an extroverted process to it be is, out there it, on stage. And, yep, yep, and even put your your work out there. Oh, yeah, is, you know, takes a little bit of a a that's, big step forward. No. And that's just a difficult process to begin <laughs> yeah. with. Right there. Well, the whole process, I think, is hard. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if you're creating anything that's like meaningful to you or like intimate to you, then like it's difficult to show it to the yes, world. Yes, it is, dude. Like just like we were talking about the front man, man. I mean, dude, they're not always feeling like, man, I can't wait to go out there and, and wiggle <laughs> on top of this. <laughs> I'm gonna speaker. wiggle my hips in my yoga yeah, pants. I'm gonna love it, man. I'm gonna have such a great time. Like you know, they're not always feeling that either. Oh, you know, no, I'm like the, the, but the 47th Tuesday. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, the 47th. Seventh fucking Tuesday, the 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 90th city on the tour out of yeah. out of 92 cities. Yeah. Like, how good is that show? But it seems to be awesome. Yeah, because yeah. it's like as soon as that fucking curtain comes up, man, like, they're a different right, person. Let's do it. Ben's that way. Oh yeah. It's ben can be fucking depressed, depressed, depressed. Boom, curtain comes up. Hey, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. As soon as he presses exactly. the goddamn record button, he's the same <laughs> way. Like, dude. He'll be in here bitching, bitching, fucking angry, bitching. <laughs> yeah. Hey, welcome back to Ignorant Unformed. I'm your host, You know, like I'm sunshine yeah. and smile. Yeah, exactly. and, uh, and, I, and like that's something that I can't do. I'm not practiced enough at it. Oh, but, it's tough. You know, I, mean, I can't like going into anything really. Yeah. Like the rest playing drums in front of people. Yeah. Or just going have behind you, the bar. I'm just like. Today, I'm not feeling it. So, Tony, we don't have a ton of time left, but I'm really curious. Like, how often have you been on stage playing? Oh, um, one, two, three. Does Mother Load count? Sure. Yes. They all count, you, man. Yeah. Um, like a handful of times. Oh, yeah. handful so, of times. Enough that, like, when you're up there behind your kit, can you genuinely feel the energy of the crowd? Or, or do you see anybody? Yeah. Do you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the few, yeah, the few venues I've played... Um, or are you just like in your shit? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, I mean it's a little bit of both. I'm not quite. To me, I'm not quite as a natural drummer. It doesn't come too second nature to me, but it's getting there. So I do have to focus a lot more than you know. I can't. You have to give. Ear. I can't down four beers and three shots and be okay. And then I've be, done that before. Be and flirting it, with not, the bitch while you're drumming. Yeah, so when I'm, you know, especially Mother Loaded with the El Paso Lasso guys who let me play with them, they'll call me up for a song and I've played it God knows how many times, but I'm still. In it here, and I enjoy, you know, I enjoy right. the crowd, but I enjoy the praise or, you know, the extrovert kind of energy from them afterwards. Because I always go on stage, they introduce me, I play a song, and then I come out, and then everyone's like, "Yeah, nice job." Oh, oh nice. you're That's the cool. drummer. Yeah, it's like, oh, sweet, yeah. let me buy you a shot or whatever. You're so, like, oh my god! But sign when my I'm moves. there, I'm I do kind of have like a it's it's introverted in my drum set, but also vibing off, you know, the fellow bandmates the you know mosh pit right next to you you know you have to vibe off that to some extent but so how sorry i know we're running out of time here but how long before that yeah 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 way to go buddy and like that good feeling starts to turn into like there's a point of fame 
Yeah. Where it's like you can't go to fucking Hardee's without people being like, dude, love your music, dude, love your music, dude, love your music, yeah. dude, love your, you know, Travis Barker, dude, love oh, your shit, dude. love your shit, love your shit, love your shit. And it's like, dude, just fucking, I want to go home. Go get me some Hardee's because I'm dealing that with that shit. Yeah. Where's yeah. that point? Yeah. I'm, you know, because you obviously enjoy it right now, but there's there would be a oh, point yeah. if you continued on, you know, and there's blew the fuck up. Point. There's going to be that point where you're like, Jesus, dude, I'm not going out there. Yeah, you can't. You know, right now you're like, yeah, hey, I'm going to go out to the bar. People are going to yeah. be like, hey, what's it's up? It's a good time. I mean, yeah, I'm yeah not, it's a good time. I'm not super hyped on sure, it. But I, sure, sure. Yeah. I just enjoy You're not playing. running out for it, but right. it's nice when it happens. You know, you got everybody likes getting accolades. You know what I mean? But there's probably drums, to be honest. I just like being there and I get to play a song for. You know, a bunch of people. They all have a good time. That's really what it's all and then about. I, you know, sit back, enjoy a beer, and enjoy the rest of the show. Yeah. So, see, that's what I've it. always had. That's always been my appeal of trying, dude. Since I was fucking fifteen, I've wanted to be a stand-up comic. And I think between fifteen and forty, I could have written a good enough bit. You know, there's enough shit that's happened in my life that's fucking hilarious that I could have written. You yeah. know, like Ron White. He's got <laughs> he's got ten stories, and he always tells them all. You know, and he tells them fantastically, you know, but it's the same bit he does everywhere he goes. And everybody loves to hear those stories, you know. They don't change. It's the same story. Everybody loves those stories. He's well, a great storyteller. They can't because they've been practiced and, like, they're so teased out in those right. routines. That, yeah. Right. Like, you yeah. know, but, you know, I like, it's just, but I've always thought that, like, okay, and then what if that does work out? Then you become a comic. Uh, then what then? You already have a podcast. I know, but I think <laughs> you I just think, skipped the stand-up part. I think yeah, I would exactly. hate it. We've talked about this, Ben being our front man, because Max and I, neither one of us have any desire to be in any kind of limelight. So on the off chance that I did become successful doing comedy, I think I would actually hate the ramifications of doing comedy in public. Fair. You know? I could see that, but maybe. Maybe. Never Which know. makes me kind of introverted. Also, because yeah, well, it'll that bring line. out your introverted side because yeah. <laughs> you're almost too extroverted. You right, got right. Of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you want to be more internal. But again, yeah. we also put out this show every week. So right. like, that's slightly extroverted. Right? Oh, yeah, sure. yeah, I mean, it's a very intimate space from, a, from we record a this. indirect point of view of yeah. extrovert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you don't even see. That's the thing is that who knows? thousand of people could listen to this that's the beauty of this we, we have, have no, no idea. i don't have to i don't see and that's the thing is i don't have to know exactly i don't like dude it, I mean, I would, how many I, people I, come up to you or you or anybody like in town that listens to you guys nobody nobody my friends sometimes yeah exactly you max I mean? and i used so. to entertain fantasies of uh like being on the gondola and somebody hearing us talking and be like, hey, wait a minute. Right? Oh, <laughs> are yeah. you guys ignorant? Yes, we are. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Well, yes. but, but now we never ride, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We didn't even get out. Yeah, we, we got, got out once this year. We, yeah, yeah. We got, we, we, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, we did. All right. So we are over time, but that's because we're having too much damn fun. Uh, so, everyone, thanks for listening. Tony Madonna. Thanks for kicking it, man, oh, yeah. and filling in Tony as a guest host. Yeah. Let me uh, know. I'll be here. Yeah, dude. No, you should definitely come back. Uh, yeah, I'm going to botch Ben's intro because I'm not Ben, but uh, thanks it's, for listening it's to the show. An outro. Keep listening yeah. to the show. Fuck you, Benji. Uh, <laughs> topic there on the oh, wall. okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. How does this work? Benji, say something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Free t-shirts. Twank us on Twitter. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try this. No, Hold dude, on. I love it. Um, hit us up on Facebook at Facebook Ignorant <laughs> and Uninformed. If you, you can search it, it's there. 
Um, you'll see it. It's got a picture of three dudes on it. Twitter handles at Ig and Un. Right? At Ig and Un yeah. for the Twitter handle. Look at you, buddy. <laughs> Fucking, he listens more than I do. That's for sure. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I take it all uh, in, man. Yeah, hit us up. Uh, that introvert side of me. What's the website? Ignorantunderformed.com. Uh, that's where you can get your topics. That's where you can give us a topic. Questions make the best topics. We love to hear from you guys. It's your show that makes it this this thing happen. Other than that, I got nothing else to do on a Saturday but get uh, dejected from my daughter. So. Let's do this. All right, man. Thanks, I guess.